Hello and welcome to the Wealth Reliance Podcast. My name is Dave Deal. This is the podcast for the side cash hustler. If you want insights, real life experience from people just like you on how they started creating side income, you are in the right place. Documented experiences of people creating a few hundred dollars to extra tens of thousands of dollars a month. Make sure to subscribe and review. This means more than you know. Also, feel free to check us out at selfreliantwealth.com. Before we jump into the episode, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Welcome back to the Wealth Reliance Podcast. This is episode number 52, part two of the interview with Nate Bendel of Final Mile Solar. Let's jump right back into the episode. That really stems off of your skills. Like you are the operations guy. You see things from a putting the pieces together standpoint. You took that amazing skill that you have and created this process. And I remember, you know, when we were out with Limelight in California, I mean, that was one of the biggest hurdles. It was like, well, yeah, your install is going to happen. I don't know, between now and I don't know, six <laughs> months from now. Right. And so, but it wasn't just yeah. us, it was other people, it was other companies. It was a huge issue and problem in the industry. And you came right. in with that problem solving mentality and said, how can I take logistics and that you know, amazing skill that I have and apply it to, you know, this whole process to create a more efficient system that can solve the problem at hand. Right. I mean, yeah. That's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's been fun. It's been really fun to build it. We've, uh, we've been around now for about 18 months, so we're still young. We're still a startup, but we're hitting some great benchmarks and milestones that, um, that, uh, honestly, I didn't think that we'd be able to hit this soon. So we're, we're just going to keep building that momentum and, and, uh, and keep on trucking along as long as we're creating value for installers and distributors. Um, then I, I, you know, I think we'll, we'll have a win-win proposition a lot of the the idea came from um, just really out of necessity. In the solar industry, all the sales organizations are catered to, right? Because, you know, it, you can't have an installation without a customer. So it just kind of goes that way. But operations, the operations side of the industry is, is, is largely kind of just forgotten and accepted as status quo. You know, you just kind of accept things. So we feel like our, our solution is very, very cheap. It's very affordable for, for companies to use our solution and, uh, and it helps them get jobs done faster and, and, and it's just more streamlined for them. That's so cool, man. So going back to the beginning of final mile, you, uh, you know, a while ago when we talked, you were working on like a racking system. Um, right. And was that kind of what stemmed this whole new idea? Like, where did this idea and this concept come about? And you just said, okay, this is now the direction we're going. We're going to build it. What was that beginning, you know, one to six month process? What did that look like? Yeah. So the very, very beginning, um, when it, I was running operations for efficient energy consultants, um, one, of our, one of our challenges was making sure that when we got a job shipped, to our customer's home and it was ready for installation um, that all the parts and pieces would be there for the job to get done. And more than 50% of the time, all the parts and pieces weren't delivered. They weren't at the job site. They didn't show up or something got misshipped or miscounted or, you know, there was a mil there was a ton of different reasons why, why it didn't go, you know, smooth, why the installation day didn't go smooth. So the very first initial idea was I, I just remember sitting at, I basically get to my office every morning and my, as soon as I got into the office within about a half hour, my phone would start blowing up with our installers at the job site. Like 
hey, we didn't get this delivered and we didn't get this shipped. And so then what I would do, I'd go to my, my guy who was doing all the ordering, my procurement guy, and I'd say, hey, how come all this, you know, how come we're missing this, this piece or that piece? And, and, and sure enough, he ordered it. It's on the order that he sent over to the distributor. So then we call the distributor. I mean, it was like, you know, before we got down to the root of the problem, it took about an hour, hour and a half, maybe two hours out of my morning. And so there was, there's a definite need there. Like when you identify trying to start a business, that was the first thing that I, that I wanted to look for. Like, is there a need there? And, and yes, there was a huge need for just accuracy, just making sure that the, when it got to the customer's house, that it was accurate. And then we, you know, we went through the exercise of, of plugging the holes. There was obviously leakage coming out of our system. So where can we plug these holes? And try as we might, the, the error happened with the distributor. So a third party to us that we didn't really have control over. So then my question was, how can we take control of that? How can we take control of this problem that's happening at the, at the distribution level? And, and there really is no way to go into a, you know, a $6 billion behemoth of like Wesco, for example, and say, hey, you guys have a problem. You know, they're going to say, oh, great. Well, thanks for pointing that out. We have that along with 100 other problems. So where does this fall down the list? Well, that's at the bottom. So just to pause, I think when somebody's, you know, when somebody's thinking about starting a new business, what problem are you solving? And, and literally staple yourself to the order. I can't remember what book that comes out of, but there's a saying, staple yourself to the order. So go through your process and where are those holes occurring? Or become familiar with an industry where you think there could be a solution and staple yourself to that order. Go through that process. Once you find it, if you can plug them, plug them. And then if there's a better way to do it, then try to think of a solution. So that's what kind of landed us in the, in the realm of, um, I, you know, I sat down with my procurement guy. We talked about it and we said, I think that there is a really big opportunity here outside of, of our own company of efficient energy consultants where we could really solve an industry wide problem. So we started analyzing different ways. Yeah, we could ensure hundred percent order accuracy and yes, that would be valuable, but would people actually pay more for that? No, they wouldn't. So what else can we do to, to, to make it more appealing and attractive? Well, let's deliver it straight to the roof. Let's come in like Amazon, order it up, and they get it straight to your doorstep, let's, let's deliver everything straight to the customer's roof for that installer. Now that would be valuable. So then we started going through iterations of how to do that. We started with a bag um, and then quickly realized that the bag would fail pretty quick in the elements being outside. So um, the ultimate rack that we patented or it's patent pending right now is an aluminum rack that holds all of the equipment on the roof. And it just, it goes over the ridge of the roof it saddles it and, and we repackage all of the little components to a solar uh, installation into watertight duffels to ensure that accuracy. Our guys manually count it and then we get it up on the roof. Dude, that is crazy. What an amazing simplified process to such a huge problem. Like I love that you were able to put those pieces together. And I mean, when I think back now, going back to this, from a timeline standpoint, I think this is another thing that people get so hung up on is 
Like I want it to happen overnight. I mean, this did not happen yeah. overnight. For me. This was, I mean, no. how long did this happen until you were finally like, okay, we've got it. And now we're a company and we're rolling. Like, what was that time? Yeah. Like? Yeah. So when we first initially came up with this idea, it was uh, November, it was like October, November of 2016. <laughs> excuse me um and then we didn't start beta testing the actual the actual bag until august that following august august of, of uh 17 is when we actually started beta testing and we just went to an installer and then our own company and we just did them for free did the deliveries for free asked the installers if it saves them time and if it saves them money and and what they would be willing to pay for the service. And we went through that iteration for about three or four months of doing, you know, consistent deliveries. And the first rack that we built was out of PVC pipe. So we didn't even, you know, and it actually, actually held up surprisingly, it was risky, but there were some roofs where we stacked the panels and man, it, it, was, it, was, it was sketchy, but, it, but they held up. Um, <laughs> And so it really wasn't until the spring of 2018 that we actually got the aluminum rack manufactured and got a prototype, started working with it, made some iterations to that. And then I had, I had between me and my wife, we had a ton of duffel bags from our college basketball playing days. That's what we first used to put, we just used our, in fact, some companies were like, hey, this is a Nike duffel. Like, this is a nice duffel bag on top of the, <laughs> on top of the roof that you're just leaving out here. <laughs> so, so yeah, I mean, all in all, you know, we, we incorporated about 18 months ago. But we we're working on everything, you know, a year before that. So, it was about a year. So, what was the first paying customer? The first pay, the first paying customer was, uh, that was last year. Um, and it was a company called, uh, Alliance Solar. And they're our first paid customer here in Utah. What month? Um, it was, uh, August of 2017. That's awesome. So you were they were a first paying customer before you even had your aluminum racking system. Oh yeah. Yeah. We were putting PVC, <laughs> we we're putting panels on PVC racks and, and, uh, and, and then our bags were just these duffel Nike. We clean, we would call army Navy. Um, cause army Navy had the cheapest, like least expensive, like good solid watertight duffel bags. And, Are you there? Yep, there we go. Okay, sorry about that. Oh, you're good. Army Army Navy had these cheap watertight duffels that we that we ended up basically we just we'd call around to all the Army Navies and we'd clear their stock of of duffel bags and use those for you know for the first probably it was like six months until we started getting our bags manufactured in China. Dude, that's amazing. I I love these stories and how they just unfold. You know, and it really is, you see the process, right? You see the fact that you just, you guys just kept taking steps forward. And 
I, correct me if I'm wrong, but you probably didn't necessarily know what those steps even were when you got yeah. to them, but you just no. figured it out, right? I mean, going, yep. going back to China, right? You were using Army Navy because you found them as the cheapest. And then all of a sudden you're like, well, God, well, this is getting expensive. We probably ought to find a better solution. What do we do? And yep. then, you know, one thing leads to another and it's process and it's time. And um, so, okay, exactly. let's go back to this, this family aspect for a minute here. Uh, you know, I know just as much as you do when, it, when you're starting a company, it's kind of hard to start taking money out to be able to pay yourself. How were, were you using your, your mortgage license to cover your bills and take care of your family as you were getting this started? Or, you know, what was that whole, that whole shift and and change to where you said, okay, this is where we're going now. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, for the first little while, uh, yeah, that's exactly what I was doing. I was doing mortgages on the side. I was still running operations at efficient energy consultants and we were using this solution, uh, final mile solution. Back then we didn't have a company or a name or anything, but we started to use it there. But on the side, yeah, I, I do mortgages to, to pay the bills. Um, and, and, and yeah, we, you know, at the time when we started it, we had, uh, when we started final mile, our twins had just been born. So we had four kids under the age of, of five and my wife had just stopped working. She was coaching at BYU for six years until the twins came. So it was a stressful time. There was a lot of stress. Uh, there was a lot of stress coming and And so I did a lot of the deliveries myself when we started getting paying customers. Um, in fact, I did pretty much all of them. I, uh, I, I still do deliveries to, to this day. I'll still go out and, and do deliveries and I intend to keep doing that. I think it's just a good reminder of to really understand what your, you know, what your delivery personnel have to go through on the front lines. You got to stay in tune with that and, and, and key in. Um, so yeah, it was stressful, man. It was really stressful, but luckily I had mortgages that, that helped out and paid the bills. And, and then we started getting a little bit of revenue from final mile. And then have you, I mean, you've since started to pay yourself from final mile. You're still doing mortgages on the side just because you've already built that book of business. Right. Uh, but uh, how far in did it take before you were like, Hey, now I can start, you know, paying myself a little bit for, for building this. Yeah. Um, so eventually what I did is I went and got a, I, I did get an investor um, about, about a year ago. And so we worked out some good terms that, that I felt like were, were really favorable for me and it worked for him. Um, and, and so I started paying, I started to take a little bit of salary from that. Uh, and, 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 and we will use that capital to be able to expand and go into new markets and open up new warehouses. So it took a while, but I, I, before I could even go really talk to him about an investment, I really had to have the proof of concept and show that it was working and that everything was going the way that it was supposed to. So um, it, it, was, it was about a year of doing consistent deliveries and, and talks with these distributors before I approached him and, and got an investment from him. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, you know, it's, there's still months where it's still tight. You know, we're still young. We're still a startup. Um, it's still tight, but, but, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it always seems to work itself out too. But I think it's important to, for people out there to remember that, you know, as much as you don't want to go do the hustle sometimes, and you don't want to go out there and like, I don't want to go out there and do a delivery, you know, like last summer, there were days where it was 
just blazing hot. And even like this winter, I've done a few deliveries here in Utah when we've been so busy and, you know, I'm shoveling snow off the roof and putting salt down on the roof to be able to create some traction and putting our rack up there. Like there's days where I definitely don't want to get out of bed, you know, get out of bed and think I got to go do a delivery, but you, you just do what it takes. And, and I think you can identify you're okay doing that. It's still a struggle, but when you found your passion and you you're locked into something and, and you're keying in on something, then you're okay doing whatever it takes. Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. You, you know, you, dude, there's just so much wisdom and so many golden nuggets in this conversation. And I, you know, I want you to really know how much I appreciate you taking the time to jump on here with us. But if, you know, as we're getting kind of close to, to time here, wrapping up, if there was one piece of advice, well, let me rephrase this question. Take a second to think about this. Okay. If yeah. you were on your deathbed, Okay. And you were given one day to live basically. What words of wisdom or advice would you leave as your legacy? Whether it's your family, your kids, you know, people you're working with your team. Yeah. What would you leave behind? I think what I, that's a, that's a tough question. (laughs) Uh, Cause there's, yeah, there's so many things. It's a really good question. Um, I honestly, I think what what I would say is you you have to maintain mental positivity, and you have to maintain mental toughness. Like, be mentally tough and be happy, find ways to be happy every single day, no matter what. I think, I think like you have to really celebrate the big wins and don't take the losses too hard because there's always tomorrow. And no matter what you're going through, you can always find a way to be happy, happy. You can always choose your attitude and then just maintain that, maintain that positivity and be disciplined. Dude, I love that. That's such a good philosophy to have because there's always ways to find joy in every situation. I mean, even in the struggle, even in those losses, as you mentioned, I'm sure, you know, going back to your days of playing basketball, when you had moments when you lost games or maybe you guys didn't play as well as you'd hoped and you come off the court and you think about, I mean, there's really two ways to look at that loss and it's one to be devastated and heartbroken and go into that that mental negativity or to look at it and go okay we played hard but something was missing what was it let's figure it out so that we can play harder next time right or yeah. play smarter next time exactly yeah you, really really good coaches you bring up such a good point mike shashevsky um you know the 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 um you know john woodens of the world in today's game I'm sticking with basketball here, but that's what they'll tell you is that just shrug it off, you know, learn from your losses and move forward. Look forward to the next win. So yeah, great point. No, I love that, man. Well, if someone wants to connect with you or learn more about what your company does, what is the best way to contact you? Yeah, just email me at nate at 
www.finalmilesolar.com or you know you can hop onto our website www.finalmilesolar.com um there's a phone number on there you can reach me at uh but email you know i i check my emails all the time so email is a great way to to connect with me perfect man and you know we've got one or two more minutes here um left is there anything else that you would want to share with our listeners anything else that you've learned throughout your journey throughout the process throughout the solar industry just anything that comes to mind that you'd like to to wrap up with yeah i i think that yeah just if i can reiterate man the, the biggest thing is if you want to start something any anything is possible really anybody can do anything i'm a white six nine unathletic guy and i was able to play college basketball and, and trust me, it's not because I was six, nine, because there's a lot of people taller than me <laughs> that I, that I played against. Um, uh, I was just kind of the token, you know, unathletic dude that, that, that had a chip on my shoulder and wanted to work hard. So I'm a big, big, huge proponent of people can do whatever they put their minds to. People can do whatever they want to accomplish. You just, you just have to really dis. And you have to really, you have to really want to do it, want to get out there and, 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 and do something. So just go out and do it. Take chances, take risks. I love it, man. Okay. With that, my friend, I appreciate again, you being willing to take the time with us today to share your experiences, to share your insights. Um, It really does mean, you know, a whole lot and I value our friendship and, you know, dude, it's, it's kind of funny. I talked to Jason too. And I, I love that you mentioned him. I freaking love that kid so much. And dude, those, those hard days, man, we, it was like, he and I were there and we were just trying to figure it out. And then you'd call yeah. us and we were just like, well, let's just keep, <laughs> keep going, man. Keep putting one foot in front of the other. Yeah. And, but it, yeah, it does something, right? It builds you, right? It builds yep. you as a human. It builds your relationships to such a stronger level. And I think that's something really to, to take note of too, is, in those struggles, the people that you surround yourself with that uh, think the same way you do that are buying into your vision, those relationships will be so much deeper because of the struggle. Right? No doubt. And you can no lean doubt. on those people for forever. They become lifelong friends. No doubt. Yeah, but, for sure. No, I love that. Cool, man. Well, thanks again so much for your time. And, uh, for everybody out there listening, this has been another amazing episode of the Wealth Reliance Podcast. If you want to connect with Nate, the, uh, his information will be in the show notes. And you can also go to finalmilesolar.com. Uh, as always, make sure to infuse hope to those in need by teaching correct principles that lead to result-driven action. And uh, go out and make it a great day. Check out selfreliantwealth.com. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. It really does mean more than you know. And with that, thanks so much and have a fantastic day. This concludes this episode of the Wealth Reliance podcast and this mini series uh, talking with Nate Bendel of Final Mile Solar. I hope you really enjoyed this interview as much as I did. I gained so many different insights and gold nuggets. Go back, refresh, review, and uh, start applying some of these things that you're learning into your life and your business. I know that you'll be able to receive the benefit and the value from doing that. Also, make sure to go out and share, rate, and review and subscribe to the podcast. It really does mean more than you know. And go out and make it a phenomenal day. Uh, As always, infuse hope to those in need by teaching correct principles that lead to result-driven action. Take care, and thank you for listening.
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Wealth Alliance Podcast. I just wanted to take one more minute to thank our sponsors. Are you ready to learn how you can take your life and your business to the next level? Learn how you can create side income and have different assets pay for your life and your lifestyle? Tune in next week to the Wealth Reliance Podcast. This is Dave Deal signing out. Thank you so much and have a great week.